0: Hey there, and welcome back to Legal Tech Tapas, the podcast that feeds you bite-sized summaries of the latest legal technologies with me, your host, Andrew Jardine. For a change this week, we are going to look at a legal tool that doesn't claim to use any artificial intelligence, at least yet, that is an entity management application called Athenian that makes it easy for businesses to keep track and manage their corporate records. And joining us to talk about all that and more will be Adrian Camera, Athenian founder and CEO. Now, legal entity management may not seem like the sexiest topic in the world, but it is an important and necessary activity for businesses, especially those that have complicated entity structures. It's not uncommon, for example, to have hundreds of different legal entities as a big business so you can comply with different regulatory regimes, or even just do business in different parts of the world. This, unfortunately, makes staying on top of the reporting requirements quite time-consuming, which isn't ideal when missing your reporting deadlines could land you with a hefty penalty. On top of that, managing entities can be pretty labour-intensive too, as you have to deal with multiple parties and often antiquated government systems. In general, entity management tools look to solve these problems by doing two things. Firstly, they act as kind of a CRM for your entity data, keeping all the relevant records in one place, things like cap tables, tax numbers, all of that. Which makes it easier to share that data when regulators or somebody else in your business needs access to it. Secondly, they help facilitate related workflows. Things like issuing equity, registering new entities or filing your annual reports. So your team can spend less time doing that routine paperwork and more time tackling your real business problems. To give you one specific example, if you needed to create a new business entity, Athenian would automatically generate the required documents, share certificates, minutes, and all that stuff, submit the registration electronically, automatically store all of the entity information, and then next year, remind you when it's time to file those annual reports. So that sounds like a lot, right? And I haven't even talked about the workflows like issuing dividends changing directors or company amalgamations, which Athenian does as well. However, where Athenian really differs from legacy tools, which surprisingly are still being used on-premise, is that it brings most of these functions into the cloud, kind of making Athenian the sales force of the entity management world. One specific benefit of using Athenian in the cloud on top of the usual ones is that Athenian has much better connectivity with government portals and other external systems, meaning that you can register a new entity or e-file your annual reports with the required authorities without having to leave the application itself. Now that we've covered the basics on entity management software, it's time to bring onto the show Adrian Camera, Athenian CEO, to talk about Athenian in a bit more detail. Hey, Adrian, good to have you on the show. Thanks, Andrew. Happy to be here. Yeah, and honestly, good to just speak to another human being that's outside my household as well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Adrian, we're going to talk about your company, Athenian, today. But before we properly get into that, I just wanted to hear about how your company is dealing with COVID nineteen because I know that's impacting a lot of people right now.
1: Yeah, so thankfully uh, everybody on our team is doing well and healthy. We've uh, had some some folks on our team that have uh, experienced income loss in their households, you know, health issues related either directly or indirectly to this. So, you know, on our team, like I'm sure everybody. You know, has experienced some issues uh, related to COVID, and and you know we've been highly focused on that. And then with our customers, they've been you know reaching out to us and asking for uh, additional ways that we can support them in terms of transitioning to work from home, uh, you know, accelerating uh, some project delivery that we were doing, scanning of minute books, uh, moving of data, uh, and so on. So there's been quite a bit of activity over the last uh, six weeks. Uh, you know, some of it positive, some of it negative, but overall we're doing quite well.
0: Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm glad that you guys are coming out of this okay. Uh, and for everyone that's listening, I think that is the last we will mention of COVID-19 on the show today. Uh, I suspect that by the time that people listen to this, they'll be fairly tired of listening to COVID-related news. So, so we'll just call it a day for that. Um, instead, let's kick things off with a bit about yourself, Adrian. So tell us your story. And and if you have something interesting about yourself that nobody else knows, then that would be interesting to hear as well.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, so I grew up just outside of, uh, Toronto, Ontario and Canada. Um, there's a lot of great legal technology companies have been founded, um, in this area. Um, uh, so I went to, I actually started my professional career in Calgary, uh, which is about a four-hour flight west of Toronto, uh, where I worked at a large firm uh, called McCarthy Tetro. And I didn't stay there for long. Um, I saw a very interesting opportunity in uh, in, uh, corporate services uh, minute book administration area um, and spent quite a bit of time with corporate paralegals uh, and law clerks in Western Canada, understanding how they were doing their work, um, and saw an opportunity to start this company uh, and bring more automation and um, and modern cloud software into the category. Uh, and so we started that. Um, we started Athenian in uh, in uh, 2017, um, and since then we've we've uh, grown it into uh, several million of um, revenue, um, and we're at a team of about 30 right now uh, with, uh, team members in Calgary, Toronto, and shortly Montreal. Uh, and, and that's, uh, uh, that's a little bit about, uh, you know, sort of how this company got started. Um, and then about myself, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty vanilla, uh, uh, Canadian guy. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I've had some girlfriends, uh, you know, went to school, played some hockey, um, you know, went to law school and started a company. <laughs> so nothing. So nothing. So nothing that interesting about me.
0: Okay. Yeah, Adrian, that's probably the most understated introduction to a founder that I've heard, and especially Canadian way to introduce yourself. So, and in my guess, and tell me if this is a, a correct assumption, is that if you were talking to somebody who was in the market for entity management software, which is what Athenian is, and you were stuck in an elevator, you probably wouldn't need to pitch them on you know what entity management software does. So if you were speaking to them and you had two minutes, what would you say to them to get them excited about Athenian? Uh,
1: yeah, so I would ask them if they want to give uh, their paralegals or sometimes law clerks uh, or sometimes referred to as corporate or company se- secretaries if they want to give them superpowers. Uh, because that's what Athenian does. Um, So Most of our customers are coming off of a legacy uh, software platform um, that has been managing this information for them, but um, they're primarily uh, essentially electronic filing cabinets. They just store data. Um, Athenian uh, certainly manages and stores all that data, but we have added um, huge capability around automating workflow, so um, we can automate pretty much any corporate document um, that you would need to create, so board resolutions, uh, shareholder consent, stock certificates, um, uh, things like that, um, and um, and then we carry them uh, and automate them through their life cycle. So e-signature, uh, client portals, in-application editing of documents, um, and then we actually have um, integrations with um, all major corporate registries in Canada and the United States to actually file, uh, file, um, uh, uh, amendments and different types of filings with them. So you can actually click a button and form a company, um, in Athenian, um, and never leave, uh, the application. Uh, you can do the same for, uh, change of directors, um, change of address and all the different types of amendment filings that exist through a company life cycle.
0: Cool. Excited to have superpowers. Sounds good. I'm also thinking that now, if I win the lottery, I've got an easy way to set up a bunch of shell companies in the Cayman Islands.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we can probably help you with that. Um, um, <laughs> who, who would who would we would we would you know, and we get these questions a lot. we would probably actually actually direct direct you to one of our customers. Um, uh, you know, our customers who are primarily law firms and legal departments, um, um, uh, you know, on the services side, uh, we have lots of customers that have a lot of experience setting up, um, you know, very creative tax structures that, you know, take advantage of certain offshore jurisdictions and so on.
0: Okay. When I, when I make my millions, I'll come back to you. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to a little bit about your customers. Do you have a few good stories that you can share with us? I'm hoping that specifically you'll have a a client success story. So one where something's gone really well, but also a story of a failure yeah. as well as what you learned from that failure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start with the, um, I'll start with the good. Uh, so one of our, Biggest customers is a is a large law firm called Castles Brock and Blackwell, and they're a, they're a Canadian firm. They have offices in uh, Vancouver, Calgary, and Toronto. And we were like many organizations that are using legacy products. They are using or they were using multiple different legacy softwares in different offices. And so now, uh, when we move the data from these legacy systems into Athenian, which is a typically a fairly substantial effort um, on our part, in terms of data migration and transformation, we were actually moving multiple database types. So we were trying to fuse and integrate two different uh, legacy databases and bring them into Athenians database together in such a way that all the data would make sense. And so that was a significant effort on our part and also on the part of all the corporate paralegals and law clerks at Castle's Brock who did a tremendous job, you know, learning, you know, sort of the ins and outs of data management and uh, you know ETL ex- ex- extract transform and load which is an acronym that you use in data, you know, in large scale data handling and we successfully moved them off of two legacy products Onto Athenian. And, um, you know, that was a great example of some very in depth collaboration on a challenging project, you know, with a fantastic result. So that's an example um, of a good story. You know, on a not so good story, we were working with another uh, large firm. You know, I won't mention uh, the name, obviously, um, but the project did fail. And the reason the project failed was, you know, we were trying to do, you know, what I would call some co development with them and trying to build out some capability within Athenian. And, um, you know, I think there was a bit of a misalignment and and sort of expectation between how product companies work and, you know, software companies and how law firms uh, work in terms of expectations, Uh, you know, expectations that, you know, in the professional services world, you can kind of produce work in very short cycles and sort of change direction really quickly. And, you know, just stay up all night and get it done. And that method of work just doesn't work in engineering, even if you want it to. And, you know, so that project failed. And I think we were a little bit naive in how we engaged and how we organized the contracts and so on. And, you know, it really made us realize that in this legal services world where we operate as a technology vendor, you know, we can make sort of continuous and sort of minor, you know, improvements to the software. But you know, kind of these this sort of co-development relationship that you often see in legal tech. You know, we thought there was just a lot of cultural misalignment between legal services world and trying to build a scalable product, um, technology product that really created you know some significant barriers to that being successful. So you know, our lesson there is we you know we probably won't ever do that again.
0: So Adrian, last, last question from me today. Uh, you mentioned that entity management platforms have been around for a little while. Uh, if you had to share just like one single differentiator, uh, superpower, as you phrased it, that sets you apart from those legacy platforms, as well as maybe other newer competitors, what is the one thing that you would want people to take away from the episode today?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so we are, um, um, and this goes back to what I said earlier, hyper-focused on giving paralegals superpowers. Um, and so really what that means is we're hyper, hyper, hyper-focused on on how paralegals, law clerks, and corporate or company secretaries actually work in their day-to-day, the nitty-gritty of their workflow, and accelerating that. Um, and... When you look at the other products on the market, both the legacy products and some of these newer products, they're often built from the perspective of lawyers. Um, so you know, partners or associates on the services side, or in-house counsel, general counsel, and so on, um, on the uh, uh, corporate in-house side, um, and um, we've and there's there's reasons for that um, from. From a market perspective, we've taken the position that our, our primary users are paralegals, law clerks, and and uh, company secretaries. Um, and that's how our software is different, is when you put a theme in front of them, um, it really, really integrates nicely with their workflows. They get very excited about it, and they're very effective. And at the end of the day, those are the people that are spending all day inside of an entity management system um and doing the work and it's it's you know it's important that um uh, uh you know the system reflects um and has an understanding of what they're doing every day
0: okay adrian it's been really good to have you on the show thank you for joining us today and i hope you and your family stay safe
1: awesome thanks so much andrew
0: okay so joking aside Athenian isn't really built for wealthy individuals trying to shelter their money offshore, uh, which I am not one of, just to be clear. But who is it built for? Well, In general, organizations that benefit from using entity management applications are the ones that have a high volume of entities to manage, which means really law firms that are managing a lot of entities on behalf of their clients or large corporations that have complex entity structures for regulatory tax or other purposes. If you don't have a high number of entities, then the chances are managing them really is not a problem for you, and so you just wouldn't use this kind of application. Because this problem is not a new one, many organizations will have a solution in place if it's a pain they experience. Therefore, the organizations that I think are gonna benefit from Athenian are the ones that are still using old legacy on-premise solutions. Upgrading to Athenian or other cloud-based offerings like theirs would enable them to connect disparate processes that are currently siloed creating a seamless flow of information in addition to just storing your entity data. That's all we have for this week. I hope you enjoyed learning about a different kind of legal technology than we usually cover. If you do have suggestions on tools you'd like to learn about, please let us know. You can get in touch on Twitter through the handle at Legal Tapas. Other than that, I hope you all stay safe and I'll see you next episode.